What's going on, Getting Magnetic Fam? Hey, I want to introduce you to a like-minded podcaster on the Hype You media team. Her name's Harley Jordan. She's the host of the Brand Meet Creator podcast. She's also the founder and social media strategist at All Influence Management. It's a talent agency for business-minded creators. So if you're looking for a blunt, real-life approved take on building an aligned personal brand, and pull back the curtain, look at brand partnerships and all things creator economy, look no further than Brand Me Creator. Of course, you can also find Harley at, at the Harley Jordan. That's the H-A-R-L-E-Y Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N on Instagram. And that's all I got for you. Check out Harley. Okay, question for you. Do you love to travel? Or do you travel a lot? Or do you want to travel a lot? If the answer of any of those questions was yes, you got to have the Chase Sapphire Reserve travel credit card. Sandy and I got it. We are loving it. It is absolutely epic. When you sign up, you get 60,000 bonus points. That's $900 towards travel. But beyond that, you get a $300 annual travel credit. You get five times points on flights, three times points on dinings and travel, 10 times points on hotels and car rentals. It's just nuts. If you travel, it is like the card to have. And we will drop the link in the bio. What's so cool too is if you use that link, you get extra points and we get referral points too. That's pretty cool. It's a win-win. But anyways, check the link in the bio if you're a traveler and let's get to the episode. Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Welcome to May. I'm excited to be here with you, baby. I am too. Guys, we're, we ended April with a bang. Let's just, we got to start with some gratitude over here. Mm-hmm. We just opened up Transistor, which is the back end of us seeing our dashboard for the podcast. And we want to thank you guys. We want to thank you for being loyal listeners. We're celebrating over 500,000 downloads. Woo, half a mil. Half a, a million downloads. A milli, a milli. We're coming for you, a milli. Yep. In a hundred countries. And the podcast birthday, um, I mean, it's been over two years. Since yep. Um, November will be three years and we've had over 250 episodes and the last episode we did in April nanny gate was the most listened to shared yeah. loved feedbacked episode ever within two days there was 10,000 downloads yeah it's wild which normally we average about a thousand downloads a day mm-hmm. and it was 10,000 in two days mm-hmm. it was insane you guys went nuts over that episode. bonkers bananas but yeah Super grateful to be here. I mean, thinking about over a hundred countries. It's crazy. Have listened to Getting Magnetic, over half a million downloads, 250 episodes. It's really the power of consistency and the power of network and audience and you guys, because you guys share it. You tag us. We see you guys tagging us and sharing it and leaving reviews and all the things. Actually, I want to read a review. Can I read a review? Yeah. All right. On Wednesday, Anne Louise 
left a five-star review. She said, love, love, love in all caps. Sandy and Wade are high vibes and high energy. They're the people who feel like close friends without ever meeting them. I love their content and outlook on life. Thank you, Anne Louise. We really appreciate that. I love that. Let's do one more. Okay. okay. Hail, maybe Haley, hail something. Best podcast. Sandy and Wade are so relatable and easy to listen to. Their content is retainable, inspiring, motivating, and more oftentimes than not, freaking hilarious. Thank you to Sandy. <laughs> Can't say enough about this power couple. Thank you, Haley and Anne Louise. We appreciate you guys. It's been, it. you know, let's be honest too. Getting magnetic, we've loved it, but it hasn't been easy either. There's been times where we feel uninspired. We're like, is what we're doing making a difference? Are people listening to this? Is this even good content? What what do we do? Oh my gosh, we're stressed because we aren't ahead on our content. All the things, but it's moments like this that reminds us kind of like why we do it and the impact it's making. And want to inspire you too. Like you, you have a voice, you have a story, you have information and knowledge on certain things that can help a lot of people. Yes. Um, so I know we have a lot of new listeners, so we're just going to do a quick <clears throat> recap of getting magnetic and mm -hmm. who we are. And um, then we're going to dive into this month's theme. So getting magnetic, what we focus on, this is the love and business podcast. So we are a power couple. We are a happily married husband and wife. We've actually known each other our entire lives. Um, if we, you haven't listened, you can go back to episode one and hear the full love story. The love story is incredible. Oh like my it's, gosh, it's my favorite the story. The amount of people that think that we need to write a book or make a movie about our love story. I mean, I've heard it so many times. Um, but yeah, so we do business together. And so the whole focus of our podcast is so much around kind of how we balance and manage like our personal life and our love life and, you know, being parents and happily married and, you know, always prioritizing us as a unit, but also how we run our businesses, how we do like entrepreneurship. And it's kind of this beautiful blend And our intention. And our hope is always to add value and inspiration and laughs and realness and vulnerability and have you feel like that one review just said that you're chilling with your friends, mm -hmm. um, but that you, that you get a lot out of this. So in 2023, we made a shift in the podcast where we decided we needed to go from two episodes a week to one episode a week um, because we wanted to be more intentional with what we were doing. And we also started doing themes for the month. So the theme for January was vision. The theme for February was get smart with your money. The theme for March was leadership. The theme for April was marriage. Um, and the final episode was, you know, the biggest lesson we've ever had in our entire life. Hashtag it was a huge, nanny gate. It was a huge, uh, family update update um, too we have a new au pair as of last night as of the time of this recording and i don't want to share much about it yet no I mean, we're gonna let we're gonna just let this one ride out for yes a little bit. yes um but yes things are settling over here and so the theme for may drum roll please <laughs> is going to be all about health and we're going to get into health hacks and how to live a long abundant amazing life and how you could be maximizing your health because every choice you make with your health is either, you know, amplifying your health and helping you live a longer life or getting you closer to disease and death. And so Wade and I know quite a bit about health. We've coached thousands of people through this healthy living program that we coach people through. Wade is actually a certified health coach. I don't even know what the actual title is, but what Primal, Primal Health Coaching Institute. Yeah. See, Mark like, Sisson, shout out Mark Sisson. He's a legend. He's like 76 pack ripped, like healthy but not like a nut either. Yeah. Just lives a normal, healthy lifestyle. So our intention this month is to go, we're going to talk about a lot of things. 
Yes, health is, of course, a lot about nutrition and hydration, but there's so much more about health. There's sleep, there's stress management, there's who you surround yourself with. What do you read? What do you listen to? What do you like? There's so much stuff that goes mm-hmm. into health. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to kind of cover all of those things. Yeah. And um, I think by the end of this series, there's going to be five episodes in May. Your overall knowledge of health is going to be like, whoa, you're going to have so many tangible things and little habits and things that you can start adopting and implementing into your daily routine where you're going to feel like you're taking control of your overall well-being. Yes. And this, yeah, this series is overall going to be unhealthy. You're going to get tangible stuff and information. It's, we aren't the types where we're going to be busting out the studies and the stats and all the stuff. It's just going to be that free flowing conversation. Like you're sitting down with friends, chatting health, chatting longevity, chatting how to kind of be your best superhuman self, right? Because the healthier you get, the better you feel in every aspect of your life. I promise you that. And I also actually want to say, if you know, this just popped into my head, like a game changing health professional, I'm talking about like household name. We need to get on an interview on this podcast. Let me know. I was actually just texting my new friend. This is a manifestation segment, uh, Eric this morning. And he's more, he's into the health and the fitness and all the things. I feel like I want to interview him in this series. Mm. So I'll have to reach out to him after this, but um Let's begin. This is the, the the intro episode. We aren't probably going to dive too deep into tangible things and strategies and all stuff, but we'll share a little bit about our journeys within health, what we've come to realize. And by the end of this series, by the end of May, I think you're going to be equipped with knowledge, but you're going to be moved, motivated, and inspired to be like, you know what, it's time to level up my health like and level up myself as a human being. Because I think health is a big, big part of that. Like, you know, when you aren't healthy, you have one wish and it's just to get healthy. And when you are healthy, we take it for granted, right? So, and this might sound harsh, but I just have to say it. Like if you don't prioritize your health or if you're unhealthy, you are selfish, super selfish. Like you don't care about you're living just for you. You're living just for you. If you're just, you know, stuffing your face with McDonald's and Chick-fil-A on the reg, like I mean, you know, to each their own every once in a while, whatever, maybe you got to do what you got to do. But if that is like a norm, it's really like communicating. Like, I don't have self-respect. I do not care about my health. I do not care about my spouse or my children or anyone around me or the planet or anything. Like I'm just a consumer and, um, I'm not mindful whatsoever of what I put in or on my body. Yeah. So like really there's this quote that I keep seeing on Instagram that like keeps sticking out to me. And it's like, so it says something like you say you would live for your, you would die for your children, right? You do anything for them, but there's this whole quote and it's like, but would you live for them? Like, would you actually live for them and like teach them healthy habits? Cause they're watching everything that you're mm-hmm. doing. Right. And if you don't have kids or you don't have kids yet, or you never want to have kids disregard, like, I don't want you to take that as this isn't just about, you know, being a parent and being a good example to them. Be, be healthy for you. Like that's enough of an, that's enough of a reason. Yeah. And it did break that down, go a little further. And this is kind of a gut punch, but whether you have children, whether you have a spouse, like you in this life, you live beyond yourself. Right. And whether you have a legacy a marriage or relationship, kids, there's all sorts of things outside of you to live for. And yes, like if Sandy and I went or any one of you went and go to eat a fried chicken Chick-fil-A sandwich today, yeah, we'd feel not great after. It wouldn't 
do crazy things overall to our health, although it would send tons of inflammation in the body, not good, cooked in industrial seed oils, fried, terrible gluten, terrible raised chicken, all the things. We don't even need There's to go like there. There's like literally 70 ingredients in their chicken. Yeah, it's, it's not disgusting. food, it's fake food. And it's your body is so, has adapted over time. It can survive off it. It cannot thrive off it. Anyways, it's not like that one decision will make an impact on the larger scale, but it's the compound effect. It's like, oh, well, I don't feel that bad. You don't know how good you could feel one. But when you make those decisions over and over, like Sandy said, I'm gonna go there too. It's super selfish. You just want the easy fried chicken sandwich, the food. It's easy. It tastes good. It actually hits all of your dopamine, whatever centers. So you like feel happier eating it momentarily. And then right when you're done within five minutes of, you know, it takes, it's five minutes of pleasure for the inflammation in your body is days and days of pain going on inside your body that you might not even feel, but if you, if you, compound, I, I would feel that if you compound those decisions, those those poor health decisions, it's super selfish because you're going to, if you are fortunate enough to live a long time, you're going to get old and decrepit. People are going to have to take care of you. Like you're not going to be as vital and spry and fresh and young feeling in the moment playing with your children or seeking or living out your purpose or being with your spouse. When you do start to make those decisions, like you start to live a longer, healthier life. In the years you do have left, you start to maximize. My, my friend, Chris, shout out, Chris. He always says, squeeze the nectar out of life. And I love that. And the healthier you are, you're squeezing that nectar out of life. You're getting more out of life. So Sandy and I have our own kind of different health journeys. But what we've realized through my studies, through our life we live, through experience is I think there's four main pillars to good health. There's more than this, but here's the four main ones. The things we that are obvious to us, right? Nutrition and exercise. And people think exercise is like the number one or number two. It's it's probably more like the number three or four. I like movement better than exercise. Yeah, movement. Let's say movement, 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 nutrition, one and two. Sleep, number three. And this isn't in any order. Probably the most underrated, underappreciated pillar of health. And then stress management, which is like mindset, mental health. May I know is Mental Health Awareness Month, but a lot of stress management impacts. All these things impact your mental health. And with that first point that you made, nutrition, you need to lump in hydration with that. Because yes, that's part yes. of that. And hydration it's not just is a about what you eat. It's also about like hydrating. Oh, there's things beyond this. There's yes. good relationships. There's getting sunlight. There's there's other things. Um, but I think these are the four main pillars and yet hydration is a part of nutrition. And I think this series will more so focus on nutritional components. Like we won't probably have a sleep masterclass because that's not that we, we aren't necessarily scientists on sleep, but we do know a lot about it. But those are the four main pillars. So what we've realized is you can be like crushing it, eating really well and going hard in the gym. But if your sleep is shit and your stress is hell at work, you're, you're a not very healthy. unhealthy human. Yeah. And what happens is it doesn't show up right away. Like, but there's metabolic chaos going inside and there's things in your body and there's stressors you're putting on and the cortisol and all the hormones and all the different things where it's that, again, that compound effect where those decisions made day after day, like lack of sleep, not getting enough sleep, stressed out, not doing the things to slow down, whether it's 
get in nature, meditate, pause, spend quality time with your family, go to the gym, whatever your things are, those things are going on in your body and you can't outwork not sleeping. You can't work out hard enough and eat well enough to not sleep enough or not manage your stress enough. So those are kind of the four main pillars and we'll we'll continue on that in this series. But I think too, what could be helpful is like, let's just share briefly our health journeys and we aren't perfect or gurus. We've learned a lot and we've come a long way. Yeah. How do you think about like your journey in health? I mean, there's so much I could share on this. I, I feel like I was raised by parents that cared a lot about health. Um, my mom was a former bodybuilder. My dad to this day at age 63 um, has like Wade's body. He has like, like a six pack. Six pack like, like probably like 6% body fat. My dad works out every single day. He's an amazing tennis player. Like I was raised you know, and on my chore list growing up, like I only got paid my allowance if I also went to the gym five days a week, like it was ingrained in me, which is probably why I actually don't love working out now Mm -hmm. because it was like forced on me. It was ingrained on me, but in me. Um, And my mom was a great cook and we had a lot of like fresh food, but there, there was also this, like a big part of it that was like, Oh, on Saturday after softball, like let's go to Carl's jr. And get a, one of those famous star burger is horrible. Like (laughs) there was definitely a lot of that stuff too mm-hmm. like it was like there was a I wasn't really allowed to have it yeah but I also like would have it a good amount yeah. I don't know if that makes sense so as I've gotten older and honestly I feel like my health journey like really started about five years ago when I got to a point in my life where I was like is it just normal that like I go number two like once a week <laughs> I'm always chronically bloated my stomach hurts I have really bad gas all the time I have eczema like all over the back of my arms. I've always had to go to all these different dermatologists and specialists and allergy people and try always trying to figure out like, what's wrong with me? Like, why do I not feel great? Like, why does my skin do this? Why am I not regularly going to the bathroom? Why is my digestion off? Why is this? What all these mysteries I'd have headaches. Oh my gosh. I used to have horrible migraines. I used to have all these period issues. I was on birth control since age like 14, don't even get me started on that, like all these different things. And so finally, like five years ago, it's like one of those things that when you're seeking something, it's seeking you, right? I was just like open to change. I was like, I don't know what I need, but something's got to give, like something needs to change. Um, And I was like praying for change. And I, I was like, I just want to know, like, I'm willing to make changes. I just want to know like what I'm supposed to do. And at that time is when my sister actually introduced me to a program that she did and it changed her health. And then I was like, okay, I trust my sister. Like if this could do this for her, I wonder what it could do for me. So I did this program and it was focused on whole foods eating. It was focused on kicking out the main inflammatory things. And when I, when we talk about inflammation, inflammation is the root of all disease, right? So this program was focused on kicking out gluten, dairy, soy, alcohol, coffee, artificial sweeteners, inflammatory oils, things like that. And I had never done an elimination diet. And when I say diet, I don't mean diet, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I had never done anything like that um, in my entire life. And I was remember being like, wait, no coffee, no alcohol for 30 days. But I was like, you know what? I can do this. And this is going to be like food mapping. I'll cut these things out. And then after the 30 days, I'll slowly start introducing these things back in. Guys, that was probably June of 2008. It was, it was June of 2018. So literally right around five years ago when my whole health journey changed. And over the course of the next three months, 
and this is not about weight loss at all, but like when your body has weight to lose, it will. Um, I had lost 19 pounds of just fluff, just like extra weight that I was carrying around. toxic overload in the body. And we'll talk toxic about toxic sludge in your intestines. Yes. Fluff. Yeah. And we'll talk about cellular cleansing probably on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Cellular cleansing is such a fun thing to talk about. But basically over those next three months, I started noticing massive shifts. People were asking me, what is going on with you? Your energy is insane. Your skin looks amazing. Guys, my eczema that for years I had to buy like expensive topical medicated steroid creams. My eczema on the back of my arms was gone. I would get like dry patches around my mouth, around my nose. I have pictures of some of this stuff where I'm like, it's so hard for me to look at that I would try and cover up with makeup. I was so insecure about it. My skin started clearing. I started falling asleep and staying asleep through the night. I used to wake up a lot through the night, have like, you know, a lot of scary dreams or bad dreams or just like I was constantly disturbed, like couldn't fall asleep, couldn't stay asleep, snoozing my less anxious. Yes, snoozing my alarm five, six, seven times. I started becoming a morning person. My anxiety started decreasing. Like literally so many things started changing. And I was like, literally the only thing I've changed is I've stopped eating like as much processed food and alcohol and coffee. And I've been more mindful of eating more whole foods. So that's a very quick like overview story of like, how things started changing for me. And I started telling people about it. And ultimately like it's turned into a business. And now what Wade and I do, like we health coach people through. And so as you're listening to this whole series, no, if you don't know where to start, we can help you. We personally coach people through, you know, these types of programs, but that's kind of like how my journey started. So it started with like me helping myself. And once you get your health back, or if you feel like you've never fully had it, guys, once I started going to the bathroom every day, (laughs) (laughs) Once I started like sleeping through the night, once I started having amazing energy, once I started like waking up and like looking forward to my day versus being like, oh, what I have to do today and looking at life as glass half full versus glass half empty. Like once all those shifts started compounding and adding up, I was like, I feel alive. Like this is what it is meant to feel like this is what we're supposed to feel like. And I became so like addicted and obsessed with like how high on life I was feeling. I literally couldn't shut up about it. And I was telling everyone about it. So we're clearly very passionate about health. You should share, you know, your, your story too, but yeah, that, that's my side. I re- well, I remember seeing Sandy's kind of transformation and it was this lifestyle program. And what's cool is when you commit to something and we committed, I did it with her and we said, all right, if either, either of us one breaks the challenge, the other gets to shave an eyebrow off. So we did it of, full the, other out of the other person. So if Sandy like did a cheat or whatever, or messed up, I would shave her eyebrow off. So we stuck to it for sure. Sandy lost weight. I was lifting and doing stuff at the time. I actually gained weight. I lost body fat, but I gained some muscle, which is cool because it's a program that can help anyone. But what I saw was, yeah, you lost some weight in the physical things, but more just like you said, you were refreshed and revitalized on life, a new passion. I never felt so good in my life. Everyone out there, you have this new, higher version of you out there that's waiting for you to kind of get healthier and become your healthiest self. And when you do and you feel that way, you're like, whoa, I didn't know I could feel like this and I'm never going back. Right now, most of us, the way we're living, there's a healthier, better feeling, more productive, sexier, whatever version of you out there. And we don't know it. We think the way we feel right now is just how we're supposed to feel and we'll always feel. That's not true. When you commit to things and it really does, nutrition is like the foundational it th- everything starts to shift for you. So what I also saw was she started to educate herself. She started to read ingredient labels. She started to understand things that were beneficial for her and not. And it just started with this 30 day program, which is amazing. My 
journey is a, li a little bit different. I always grew up an athlete, so I always was physically fit because I was always so active and always working out and practicing and all the things. And I would burn a ton of calories. And so I always looked physically fit. I didn't know what health was and what to eat. I think same as your parents. My parents were conscious, but they didn't know. They weren't ed self-educated on it. They didn't learn about it. It's not like we would, we wouldn't go eat McDonald's or stuff almost ever, but we would make like pasta with gluten and dairy and probably not from a good cow and not grass-fed dairy and whatever it was. And so I grew up looking fit, looking healthy, but not being healthy on the inside. And it wasn't until I really started to study successful people. And when I did that, I realized, oh, 95 to 99% of them are healthy and fit. And they follow this like kind of healthy lifestyle of the way they eat, the what they do and all these things. And so I started to listen to podcasts on health. Shout out Sean Stevenson, the model health show. He was like my That's original- mentor that first domino health I started to learn all these things I'm like whoa I've always wanted to optimize myself I'm like I don't want to be here today not trying to optimize myself is there like a better higher version of me out there what can I do I realized health was fundamental and foundational in that so I started to self-study self-study self-teach learn from people like Sean and all sorts of different people I learned about Marxists and he was this like probably 65 to 70 at the time but like ripped but not like a health nut junkie. He just lived a healthy lifestyle. He created a Primal Kitchen Foods. Probably you guys who are healthy probably love that brand. Well, he we interviewed the, his partner Morgan. Yeah, we interviewed his his business partner Morgan on the mm -hmm. on the on the show a while back. But um, I went through his program because I was like, I want to model after him. When I'm 70, I want to be like that guy. He knows what he's doing. He has this ancestral primal way of teaching. It wasn't just nutrition. A lot of it was nutrition, but it was movement. It was kind of that sleep stress reduction, all those pillars. And so I went through that just to teach myself so I could be healthy for me and then eventually teach my family. I didn't even mean to be a health coach, but it kind of ended up becoming that way because I think people saw I was living that lifestyle. And when I started to learn these things, I was like, whoa, I started to have less inflammation in my body. My knees stopped hurting. I, I got fitter. I feel now at almost 34 more athletic than I've ever felt. And that's just from understanding these principles. So it is a decision you make to get healthy. And then once you do it, you start to learn things. And there's so much information out there, but take the next step and learn things like you never want to go back. You never want to give up your health because it truly is just incredible. And, and the way you feel, the way you approach every day with energy, with vitality opens up the rest of your life in business and your relationship and all the things. And so that's kind of a super high level on, on our health journeys. And now, yeah, we're health coaches and we are partnered with a healthy living brand and we help people through 30-day programs, 14-day programs, gut health resets, detoxing their life. I think one episode we'll have to do how to detox your life. And it's beyond products or food, but mentally, people, relationships, all the things. But I think I'm really excited for this because I think this can help a lot of people and just making that decision to be like, you know what, it's time for me to do a challenge or a program, or it's time for me to get healthier is, is going to be huge for you. Yeah. All right. As we finish up this teaser beginning part one episode, let's pivot into the C block. Okay. C block. Let's add some value on sleep. We're not going to do an overall episode on this, but here's just some 
hacks for your sleep. And then let's tease the next episode Mm -hmm. of what's to come. But sleep is super important. So a few things high level on sleep. It is absolutely critical and crucial. If you aren't getting enough sleep, it's the number one health hack you can do. And we sleep in 90 minute cycles, generally speaking. And we go through this cycle, right, of of light sleep, of REM sleep, rapid eye movement, of deep sleep, and the most restoration, recovery, brain growth, muscle growth, body growth, body uh, healing happens in that deep sleep. So it's important to get that. There's things out there like the whoop band and aura ring that, that help with that stuff. But with 90 minute cycles, four 90 minute cycles is six hours. We all need different amounts of sleep, but I'll speak in general terms. I believe if you're getting under six hours, you are you are doing damage to your health. And even better, if you can get seven to eight, so five 90-minute sleep cycles is seven and a half hours, that's a great benchmark. Like, did I get seven and a half? Nine hours is like tons of recovery. Olympic athletes are sleeping like nine, 10 hours a night just for their bodies to recover and everything. So that's the first thing. Aim for that seven to eight hour range. You guys have probably heard that seven and a half is great. Eight is great. If you can go nine, great, but listen to your body. Cause I know some people they're like, I need nine hours. And some people are like, I need six or seven. Something Second, else too. Yeah. Maybe you're about to say this Yeah, is the sleep before midnight is the most mm, crucial. It's yes. the most anti-aging. Yes. It's the most restorative. So you could sleep nine hours, but if you don't go to bed till 1am and you're yeah. sleeping till 10, that's not the best quality sleep. Such you want to you want to move your bedtime, bef- like if you're a late a, a night a night owl, you go to bed at midnight every night. Start moving it up by 15, 30 minute increments. Mm-hmm. Get yourself to the eleven, to the ten thirty, to the ten. Like get as much sleep, as many hours, as many cycles um, as oh. you can. Maybe not. You might not go through many cycles before midnight, but like yeah. I think for us, like we generally tr- try to wind down for bed around nine, nine thirty, mm-hmm. maybe ten the latest. And of course, we've had times where we're grinding and we're up till one or two in the morning and you just feel it for the next day or days after. But generally speaking, if the majority of the time your sleep is happening, you know, well before midnight, that's like a big thing to focus on. Yeah, the growth, the growth hormone is what keeps us young and vital in our bodies. And that is built and released and made in our body more so in deep sleep before midnight. So that is a great point. Very important point. A few more sleep hacks before we wrap it up is dark room that you, you ever know when you sleep in like a basement somewhere where you're like, Whoa, I slept. I had super deep sleep or I didn't Vegas, wake up or the Vegas blackout, yeah, curtains. The, the blackout curtain. So Sandy and I have always invested in blackout curtains and keeping our room dark and not having like alarms and digital things and digital lights everywhere, TV, TV, stuff like that. So the darker the room, the better and a sleep eye mask, because there's even been studies where a light shined on the back of your knee during sleep disrupts your sleep. So it's not just your eyes. Of course, an eye mask can help, but a dark, dark room, whether it's blackout shades, whatever, take the alarm clocks, get all the digital lights and stuff out of your room. And then also sleep with your phone outside of your room, in your master bathroom or wherever, but have something where it's away from you. In your bed or next to your bed. Do not have it next to your bed. Even keep it in airplane mode. So you don't wake up and start scrolling and everything. Just have it be an alarm clock in airplane mode until you go through kind of your morning routine. And um, also morning sunlight helps set your circadian rhythm for the day, which really helps your sleep. But having an evening wind down routine where your body gets used to like, oh, 
we're going to bed is super helpful. So those are a few sleep hacks. And with the sun thing, I, I heard this the other day. I love this 10 before 10, mm. doing a 10 minute walk before 10 a.m. every day or doing something for 10 minutes outdoors, whether it's walking your kid to the bus stop or whatever, 10 before 10, start adopting that. That morning sunlight is just so good for your circadian rhythm and everything. Um, so love the health hack or the sleep hack. Thanks, babe. And okay, next Wednesday, what can you expect? We're going to kind of dive more into the, the health, nutrition, hydration part of it. We're going to talk a lot about cellular cleansing. We're going to talk about signs of toxic overload. Um, so I want to end with asking, do you struggle with any of these symptoms? Like these are some physical signs of toxicity and imbalance in the body. Have you ever struggled with bloating, acne, allergies, anxiety, blood sugar issues, autoimmune diseases, cellulite, dark circles under your eyes, constipation, depression, low libido, joint pain, itchy skin, hot flashes, gallstones, fatty liver, PMS, poor brain concentration, fog. mood swings. Yeah, brain dark fog. circles under your eyes, nausea and vomiting, overheating, rosacea. Like I could go on and on. Like I can think of so many different, have you ever struggled with any of those things? Because if you have, it is time for your body to release the toxins. So we're going to talk more about cellular cleansing, what it is, what it isn't. And um, one more thing we meant to say at the beginning, something really cool that Wade and I have started to do on Fridays on my personal mm. Instagram, Sandy Claus seven, we're going to start going live at 830 Central, 8:30, no, sorry, 8.30 a.m. Mountain. So 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 uh, Eastern. Eastern on any topic you want. This is a great thing to ask us questions about life, about business, about health, about marriage, about whatever. And this is just an additional way to add value and to connect with you. So hopefully we'll see you this Friday on Instagram and we will. We'll see you next see week. See you next Wednesday. To dive into nutrition, hydration, cellular cleansing all the things. Thanks for being here. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.